0: It's Thursday, November 15th, 2018, and you're listening to Last Time on Video Games, the show about retro video games, and sometimes some other stuff. You're listening to episode 243 M. Bison Cosplayers. Runtime for this episode is 51 minutes.
1: Last time on Video Games, the podcast with two sibling podcasts.
2: My name is Jeremy.
3: I like to brawl with my siblings. I'm Tyler.
2: I'm glad my sibling lives multiple states away from me. My name is Zach.
3: Because you don't like to brawl with him, or because you will brawl?
2: There
1: will be brawl.
3: (laughs) (laughs) There was a firefight! We argue a lot. So it's a verbal brawl. You're actually playing Burning Wheel in real life.
2: Yes.
1: We played Brawl Brothers this week. It's a... beat him up. I can't think of the word. I was going to say brawl former and I was like that's not anything. Well, Although maybe it should, should
2: be. be the yeah. name of that genre, not beat him up
3: brawl former. I feel like Wacomile is a brawl former Metroidvania. Yeah, Metroidvanias are just brawl formers.
2: <laughs> See, I feel
1: like a create a character 2D beat him up is a brawl farmer
3: <laughs> Because you form your one brawlers. Or when you play as Optimus Prime. Ah, brawl formers, more than punches the eye. There was a better joke there. I couldn't polish it. In time. Yeah,
2: that was even that was bad for you. It was. So Zach, what have
1: you been polishing this week?
3: No, no, no. <laughs> phrasing.
1: <laughs> phrasing is my uh, ultimate smash. Is that what those are called? Final smash. There we go.
3: Uh, I might
1: be bad at podcasting tonight. I'm very tired.
3: Super
2: smash. Okay, so first off, like I've still been playing a lot of MechWarrior online. I played a bit with a couple friends. I got up to tier two, so I'm one tier below the top tier players in the game. And I'm really confused because I'm not that good at that game. That's still a fun game. I actually kind of petered out on playing um, Digimon Hacker's Memory. We were so close to the end, I think. Well, I'll, give, I'll go back to it. Other things just happen to come up. Uh, yesterday i played some left for dead 2 with a couple of people uh we had cody kevin and uh ryan joined us all and R- ryan just...
3: pickard we should specify as opposed to any of the other ryan's we all know
2: i feel like i don't know any ryan's except for your friend ryan
3: there's also I... a second ryan who listens to the gundam podcast oh okay he comments oh. on voice actors all the time
2: our uh, last time on video games listener ryan joined us and uh kevin got a little mad at me because you kept running ahead No, no, actually, I was always, I was behind. I actually was getting annoyed at everybody else who had melee weapons running into melee range and getting in the way of my gunfire. But no, because we couldn't beat the first, we didn't get through one campaign. We didn't beat any of them because I put it on advanced before we started. And so I mentioned that to Kevin and Kevin's reaction was, freaking why?
1: Just the zombies hurt you.
2: The thing is, I, I put, whenever I'm playing alone, I put it on advanced. But I think that's because when you're playing alone, Versus when you're playing online. When you're playing alone, all the difficulties from online are actually ratcheted down one. So advanced is normal when you're playing alone versus online. So I think that's what that was. So we got the crap kicked out of us. But it was a lot of fun anyway. I mean, I, I don't know how everybody else initially went through it, but I had a lot of fun.
1: I wish I was there. I was busy being at work, being sad I was not Halloweening.
2: Yeah, that's all I was doing for Halloween was playing Left for Dead with people I know.
3: I was like, all I did for Halloween was wear a chic costume to work.
2: I just watched my other manager be dressed up as a pirate. He made
1: Bq chicken. Not
3: plank roasted chicken?
1: No, we mostly just make total recall jokes
2: whenever anything gets recalled on our logs, but... Yeah, he's mentioned that before. I actually picked up last week, I picked up Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yeah,
3: you said you were considering it.
2: I was considering it. I ended up doing it. The blackout mode, which is their battle royale modes, not bad. They did a pretty good job with their inventory management system because that's always something that's going to be a big deal because there's a lot of inventory management going on with the Battle Royale game. It works pretty well. I wish it had a campaign because those are games that I usually have fun playing alone, but the multiplayer can be frustrating. And I noticed I was falling into some bad habits, and I think the reason why is because I have this inherent notion that I'm actually good at that game and I'm not. (laughs) So I assume that I should be doing better than I am. But, I mean, the multiplayer is the multiplayer. I haven't had a chance to play the zombies mode yet. I played a little bit of the blackout mode. And like I said, it's okay. The The map's big enough. Finding optics is a lot easier than in Plunkbat or anything like that. I've landed every time i found a gun, I've had an optic on it. So that's useful. That was nice. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I got lucky when I landed. Because I did land a couple of times
3: and got immediately killed. So... I was saying, is it the Plunkbat killer everyone was saying it was going to be?
1: I mean, on console, how can it not be? Have you played Plunk Bat on a console? Is on...
3: it on
2: consoles? It is. It's on it's, the it's Xbox, Xbox One. It's an Xbox One
1: exclusive. It's one of their few exclusive games. Also, you know how the inventory management works in that? Ooh. Exactly like on the PC with a controller.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh gods. Oh gods. Yeah, I,
2: th- I think it might kill Plunk Bat on the console for that. I don't know how Fortnite's doing.
3: Very well. on
2: On console. Yeah, I know. Fortnite's doing really well. I don't know if it would overtake on the PC because the requirements for playing Call of Duty Black Ops 4 on PC is really high. And Plunkbat doesn't have as high of requirements. Yeah, it's kind of medium-ish. So it's a lot easier to get into and play Player Unknowns than it is to play Call of Duty Black Ops on there. But Call of Duty Black Ops also has a bigger name. But I think Call of Duty's main thing is actually um, console anyway. So like that's really the market they're trying to get. And I think they might edge Fortnite, but I haven't played it, so I don't know. I don't think they will because Fortnite's
3: too entrenched. It's also a different style, if that makes any sense. Like, if you got people who want grimdark, dark, well, grim or er then you're probably going to go to COD because Fortnite's really. Actually, cartoony. I think the
2: main difference is going to be if you want the building mechanics. Call of Duty Black Ops has, a, and also Call of Duty Black Ops is a locked first person. You can't put third person in that game mode. Or at all, because that's just how they managed to put the game together. So it's a different idea.
3: Yeah, so I think it has a fundamentally different feel. So
1: I think it's gonna be a plunkbat killer and then I don't see how Plunkbat can grow with Call of Duty Black Ops existing. Like I can't imagine anyone plays Blackout and decides they want to try Plunkbat. Plunk Bat, or afterwards. if they do, I think they would be pretty quickly. There's nothing in Plunkbat to
2: like bring them over. I think it's more likely people don't people jump from Player Unknowns to Call of Duty Four on console specifically than go the other way. Because I think if you're going to go the other way from Call of Duty to Plunkbat, you're probably going Call of Duty to Fortnite. I don't think it's going to pull Fortnite players because, as you said, the game is d- different enough that I don't think it's going to have a significant impact. There is one thing I wish they would do, and I wish there wasn't as long of an intro point when you're getting into those games, because there's a rather large beginning part where you see all these helicopters go flying in front of you, and then you come up, and then you can jump out. It's kind of annoying, but... That's probably to disguise loads, would be my but guess. But it doesn't disguise a load time. There's a load time before that. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: I was going to say, you're describing all the different game modes that it has, and my first thought was that they're slowly moving towards COD Party. <laughs> where you just roll some dice and oh, shoot I, a gun. I
1: kind of <laughs> wish there was like a board game mode And at the end of everyone. It just randomly selected like zombies,
2: <laughs> deathmatch, or blackout. Like, Yeah, like I said, I haven't played the zombies mode. So I don't know how well that functions. The multiplayer is the exact same as we've seen before. The maps are steadily getting even worse. There are multiple zombies maps in this one, and they're all buck wild. Do you know
1: anything about them? I have not. Like I said, I haven't loaded it up. I, know I haven't too. looked at it. One of them is the Titanic as it's sinking. That's great. The other one is a Roman Colosseum that, like, you go as you open doors, you descend into an Egyptian tomb. That is so. I think it's a universal ride. Actually, (laughs) that is also pretty great.
3: Amazing.
2: Uh, That one has zombie tigers. (laughs) Okay, this is also great. So yeah, I mean, Cod Blops Four. It's not a bad game, but it's just another Call of Duty game. Is really the only thing I can say about it. The maps, I think, are getting worse, but they've been getting worse steadily since Call of Duty 4 came out. But that's because Call of Duty 4's map selection was absolutely fantastic. So I played a little bit of that, and then on Monday, I stopped again and picked up Soul Calibur 6. Oh,
3: wow. Okay, I didn't know you picked it up. We were just talking about it before we recorded, and you didn't mention it. No, I didn't, because
2: I wanted to do it here. So, I could get that reaction. So,
1: who did you make?
2: I have not made any characters because I'm not particularly good at that kind of thing. I did see somebody who made a particularly good Einzul Ghosn from. Uh, oh, hell, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Overlord. You. Oh, okay. Overlord. That's, I also, that why. <laughs> also some, saw somebody who made Sans <laughs> from Undertale. Yep. Yeah, that seems pretty good.
3: Now, I've seen a lot of just like bizarre <laughs> fighters.
2: Their, their <laughs> sorting isn't great. Like, because the only way to. You, you can, when you go in there, you can like download other people's fighters and edit them and whatever. But you can't really have like a bunch of windows that pop up and show you all of them. You have to scroll through them one at a time. So they so don't have it's, No, they don't. So it can be really hard to find the good
3: ones.
1: I really just want a Grand Moff Tarkin, and I don't know why. But that's really—I just want to like Grand Moff Tarkin with a rapier. To fight yeah, I was gonna say, who,
3: who's fighting style would he be? I, I guess answer did. Is Raphael.
1: Uh, like, I maybe someone else. He's, Raphael's just come to mind right away.
3: Is Zaslomel in this game? Is Zaslomel. Yeah. yeah, he's in there. I
1: feel like that's not a Moff Tarkin. Moff Tarkins. Too. No, can you
3: imagine him sitting there with a scythe though? Oh,
1: Zaslomel has the best
2: super in
3: this game though.
2: I will show it to you after um, we
3: record. I forgot they had supers in this. Now. I've been
2: playing mostly the Tales of Soul, the Souls game game mode, which is where you create your own character and then run it through like its own storyline.
3: Yeah, that was one of the best things from like the previous ones is the play your own character things.
2: Yeah, but this one, I, it's like actually a store. It's a story mode, like a full RPG type thing where you level up
3: and get new weapons and can craft new gear and stuff. Yeah, this sounds very similar to I think four had that four did not have that.
1: Three, I think, is the one you're thinking of.
3: Maybe. I don't know. There's definitely an RPG one.
2: Uh, Four is best known for having Yoda and and Darth Vader. Are you sure that's not five?
1: Nope. Five had Assassin's Creed characters.
3: Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's been a while since I played a Soul Calibur, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Because I
2: didn't realize initially what it was, I made my character is currently using Geralt's fighting style from The Witcher. Oh, yeah.
3: I forgot he's in this game. Why?
1: Because they need a crossover character, and that's a multi-platform Game with the sword guy.
3: Also, what's his fighting style? He has hits things. He I witches at things too.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but he does have a one of his uh, verticals is actually kind of neat because he zaps people with lightning. Nice.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how they worked in the fact that it's kind of a open world into his fighting style. oh What do you mean open world? The Witcher is kind of an open world game, so you can okay. do kind of whatever.
2: Okay, that's what you are talking about. Whatever's not Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Not really. His style is, it feels weirdly slow, but I think that's because it's not so much that it's weirdly
3: slow, it's that Mitsurugi style, which is the one I've had difficulty with, is actually weirdly fast. Yeah, Mitsurugi is all about like poking people repeatedly, like he's some sort of pointy bird.
2: Yeah, so that's, I've struggled a couple of times against people using that one, but I think they added a guy, I think there's a guy named Anzel from that mode, and I think he has his own style, and I think he's a new character. Yes. And a guy named Grow who has this like, two-bladed sword you know like Darth Vader or Darth oh, lightsaber, like the,
3: the double sword that yeah. seems like the most impractical weapon apparently that's Chinese in origin
2: he's oh. got that it's, it's I haven't tried playing him yet like the only the characters I've played through the arcade mode are characters that I already knew of and recognized and liked playing so like I played Taki I played Sofitia I played uh, Siegfried and I played Nightmare through it so far
1: the arcade mode seems really bad to me from what I've seen which is uh, not much, of it, to be fair. What do you mean? Like, it's just you fight lame creative characters with a story that doesn't do anything or go anywhere. That's ar- what I saw. The arcade mode? Yeah. That's what it seemed to be. I almost ar- nightmares. The
2: arcade mode is, I mean, that might be the, like, the character, soul, the soul, that whatever. That might be what I saw. Because the arcade mode is literally just eight fights in a row. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what arcade modes usually are.
1: Well, and like in Soul Calibur, usually the last one is a story.
2: Like you fight your rival.
3: Oh, and you okay, get gotcha.
2: I don't think that's the case. I think all of them that I've done so far, the last guy has been Geralt, and I don't know why that is, but it it seems to be
3: who's Sophidia's sister, Sandra. Cassandra.
2: She's Sandra Six.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say she was my favorite from two ways. I need to recall she
2: um, is mentioned in Six at the beginning because she's apparently the one who knocks off Cervantes. She's apparently got a sword. model in the game, so people are pretty sure she's gonna be one of the DLC characters. You guys were talking a little bit about the Lizard Man earlier on. And when you create your character for the, li- I think it, I think it is called Libra of Souls, but I could be wrong. You pick your race
3: and lizard man, and is lizard a man is
2: one of them. Like lizard man, undead, like infected by Soul Edge. Character
3: is a race. Who's an undead other than Cervantes?
1: Nightmare, I think. Technically,
3: well, he's no, infected and, by Soul Edge,
2: and they're full fledged skeletons. Okay, okay. Raphael
1: was a vampire for a while, but they rebooted the series, so Yeah, what anymore. happened
2: with that? They rebooted the series okay. with yeah. six. Which is I don't know. The the races are kind of weird because they added all they've got, I think, eight that you can pick from.
3: Is one of them whatever a Voldo is?
2: Voldo's <laughs> supposed to be human. He's are you sure? He's a living crotch, I think, that just thrusts himself at you. People have done amazing things using the character creator for that.
3: Yeah, I'm... no, know I've seen people with giant <laughs> fighters. It's fantastic.
2: <laughs> The one I went with, I just have, like, a trench coat, and my character has, like, a black armor, black trench coat, two
3: swords... I was gonna say, jumping back a bit, speaking to The Witcher, I really want Bayonetta in this game. I feel like she'd fit right in with the Soul Caliber cast.
2: I don't know that she'd that's, she'd fit in as well as you think, because she has guns, so like actual rapid fire. Oh, that's true.
3: I feel like Dante, should, like if he wasn't a character in these games, I feel like he should have been already. So maybe. I mean, like if you look at h I'm, I'm mostly thinking from like a character design perspective. Like I feel like they fit in really well.
2: I think there are going to be three DLC characters at least for like the first season pass thing. That's
1: what they announced. And one has already been revealed to be 2B. So most people think Cassandra is going to be one. So most people are expecting another returning character.
3: So, have either of you guys played Nier Automata? I pre- no, pre- put it pre- in my
1: PlayStation 4 to play, and then I got distracted. Okay. I heard good I things really about to. it.
3: Yeah, I, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I have no idea what this is about. Androids, maybe? Uh, it's a
1: sequel to Nier. Okay. Which is a very weird game. With like, I don't want to spoil it, even though you're not going to play it, because that's how <laughs> weird it is. You should look into the
2: story of Nier, because I think you would be like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, Soul Caliber Six is... I mean, it's a good soul caliber game. There's been it's been a while since they've actually had a good one. They've added a couple of things. I'm not sure how I feel, about. I can't I can never remember what it's called. But you go into like a counter stance where you can block off most things. And then if you hit somebody with it, it goes into like a rock, paper, scissors mode.
1: I think that as added in five. I might be wrong, but I, remember. I don't remember
2: it in, in five. It might be a situation where it was a lot more difficult to do. Do in five. I don't know that I care for it too much. I mean it's kind of cool when you can actually pull it off, but at the same time it's a rock, paper, scissors mode. Granted, there are you can move and block and stuff like that. You don't actually have to do that, but at the same time, it's a little weird. And then they added the supers in this too, where you build up meter.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure what I think about that in a 3D fighter. Like, I'm not opposed to it. It's just weird.
2: They had them in one of the other ones. I think it was
1: four. They didn't have them in five, I know.
2: They seem to work pretty well from my experience. Like, I haven't ever really... And you can... Since you can block them, it's more about landing the the good shot as opposed to just throwing them out there willy-nilly, especially because it takes a while for that gauge to charge. My
1: problem with Soul Calibur has always been the hits are so meaty they all feel like they should kill someone. And so weirdly, my feeling about the supers is most of them are not cool enough. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to justify the fact that yeah, you're not like, immediately killing.
1: I like Sophitia a lot, but Sophitia is my girl. And zoslo is rad as hell. But like almost all the other ones, I'm like, eh.
2: I like Geralt, and I do like Siegfried's, but I think that's because I just like Siegfried. Like
1: Siegfried just hits him with the sword, right? And granted, that should be a super move, but that's also literally all of Siegfried's moves. <laughs>
2: It took me a little bit to get back into the swing of playing him, but as soon as I remembered how to do most of his moves, it was actually kind of am- amazing that I, after having not actually played Siegfried in a long time because I hadn't played one in a while, I could get his move set back because they kept all of his stances and such. It's just like riding a giant oversized bicycle. <laughs> I love playing.
3: Siegfried. So penny farthing, it's a bone shaker.
2: Siegfried's fun. I like I said I've been using Geralt's style because it was the. Um, I didn't recognize the style and was like, oh, two swords. That's really cool. Mostly because I forgot Geralt was in the game. So it didn't click that that was probably his style, but it's a fun game. I've gotten a lot of ring outs for just, I felt like random moments, but I think it's also partly his throw at the end of it is got a, pretty significant knockback so it's easy to accidentally knock the opponent out of the ring by just throwing them yeah and when i played Taki, I actually ring out myself twice <laughs> <laughs> in the well, same it's it's like, like
3: over the top flip thing
2: <laughs> yeah and i accidentally knocked myself out of the ring but since they changed i don't know if they changed it in this one or if it's always been this way but they changed it for most of the fights to be th- best of five
1: i think that's the normal for soul caliber i could be wrong
2: so it's you got to be you got to get
3: three wins instead of two wins. Yeah, I feel like it's almost always been best of five for Soul Calibur. but
2: it could be it, that could be the case. And a lot of the times when I played it with other people, changed it to best of three because best of five takes a bit to get through. I mean, I could just be doing that. I don't remember all
3: that well. So while you were talking, because Jeremy said it was rad as hell, I looked up Zazala Mill's special super thing. I'm not entirely sure what you call those in this game. It is in fact rad as hell. He basically just grabs their face, stops time, stabs back, like you know, takes a drag off a cigarette, hangs out for a second, reads a book, then slashes them across the gut. Is like, yeah, I guess I'm done now, and does the stupid anime snap thing, and <laughs> then they die.
2: <laughs> it's great. One of the things that kind of has bugged me playing it is that it's very obvious Tira was dead up in the game because I've actually had to play against her in the arcade mode, and I've actually gone up against enemies in the Libra of Souls mode that actually use
3: her fighting style. She was like a quasi main antagonist from previous games.
1: Yeah, but she's DLC technically in this game.
3: yeah. To play her, I'd have to pay for her. Gotcha. Although can you make a character with her fighting style? No. Okay. Because
2: I, the customization options are part of the pack you get when you buy her. It's only the characters that are currently in the game where you can use their fighting style. So it's like, uh, I don't like Tira very much to begin with. So I haven't bought her. I probably will buy two B and it really will depend on whether or not what the later fighters are, if I just decide you know, screw it, I'll just buy the full season pass. But yeah, say so if they
3: do like a reasonable pack distribution, like whenever Smash comes out, I'm probably just gonna buy the 4-pack and get a Piranha Plant for free.
2: It's it's $30 for their season pass. I'd have to just double check and see what the actual thing entails. But yeah, it's, it's a fun game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I would definitely recommend it. If you're gonna pick up one of those two games, Cod Blops 4 or Soul Calibur 6, my recommendation is Soul Calibur Six, I think, is actually a better game than Call of
3: Duty Black Ops 4. So this is our new segment where we rank actual modern games that come out as they come out. No, we won't because I can't afford to do that. Redemption 2
1: is a game none of us played.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little sad about that. But on the other... You know, that's probably a game I'm never going to play, even though it's totally my jam. I love westerns.
1: So what are you going to play, Tyler? And what have you been playing?
3: what have I been playing? So I guess a quick segue while I tend to remember what I have been playing is Jen and James discovered Nidhog recently. <laughs> Nidhog is great. Uh, <laughs>
2: I remember playing that and I won so
3: many games just by hucking my
2: sword as soon as I came on screen.
3: So I love that everyone immediately finds it hilarious because I don't have many hilarious memories of playing Nidhog, but they were apparently dying laughing for like two hours straight while playing this game. I'm like, man, I don't remember ever having that much fun with that game and I really like it. So.
2: I just remember doing that a couple of times. Just come on screen, immediately chuck the sword, kill you, grab the sword again, and keep going.
3: So I went over to their house last night, and Jen was excitedly telling me about this hilarious fencing game. And as soon as she said fencing, I'm like, oh, Nidhogg, I love that game. (laughs) I'm trying to think what else I've been playing. Definitely Final Fantasy, because guys, Final Fantasy, it's very good.
1: Did you get to the part where the stuff happens? I don't. Or did you just go to the diner and get some bounties? And mostly
3: that. Mostly that. Uh, no, I just met Gladio's sister, and we went on an awkward, like, she wanted it to be a date, but Noctis was clearly, like, not into it. And then, well, I guess it actually depends on how you play the character. A
1: little bit, A yeah. little
3: bit. I was clearly not into it, because have you seen Luna? She's a badass, so. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I played. I, like, something weird. Something weird came up. Oh, did I talk about Mario Party on the podcast yet? A little bit. It's a Mario Party. Okay, you that's all. Allies. Uh, you, you can allies. You can get...
1: have like a whole gang following you and beating up people. But what have you actually been playing?
3: Tyler? Yeah, no, I've been, I've been trying to figure this out. I know there's been some Final Fantasy. There was a weird game on my list, and I can't remember what it was. Was it
1: related to the Halloweens?
3: Maybe? I did play a little bit of Friday the 13th.
2: <laughs> I got that for free and didn't play it.
3: Yeah, that's also how I got it, and by I, I mean James. Um, I but could
2: probably do- have downloaded that on my PlayStation
3: Plus, I think but I didn't.
1: you still can. Yeah, you definitely still can, because they don't uh, change the games until the first Tuesday of the month.
3: What I will say is that everything about it is cooler than Dead by Daylight, but Dead by Daylight is a much better game somehow. So, I don't know what they're doing. It's honestly, Jason has awesome, super cool powers, and the survivors don't have awesome, super cool powers. And it's not even that it's unbalanced, it's just somehow weirdly boring for both sides at the same time. I don't understand it.
2: My assumption is that the, most of the maps are probably a bit too big.
3: That is part of it, I think, and that definitely doesn't help on the survivor side. Jason has a thing where you can just see everyone all the time, so if you're just, like, hiding out somewhere, he can just find you.
2: That would probably help contribute to it being boring, because it's already hard enough in a lot of those games to get around the killer.
3: Well, the thing you can do, though, is if you're in a house, it just lights up the house that you're in, and then he has to break into the house. Like, there's some things you can do there, but it's, like, weirdly slow-paced, and Jason can do all sorts of cool kill things, but none of them are really that cool. They're all kind of boring. I don't know. What I have been playing, and maybe this is the weird game I was thinking of, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the air ever, but we've been playing a lot of Identity V or Identity Five. I'm not sure how to say it.
2: I think it might have gotten mentioned, and it was definitely mentioned on the Dead by Daylight stream, which is yeah. still up, and I, I have no idea what you're talking about. So. Okay,
3: so maybe I have not said this on the podcast. It is a Chinese Dead by Daylight clone, kind of. So, it definitely has the exact same mechanics. But it's interspersed by areas where you, like, level up your character. So whereas in Dead by Daylight, you choose a bunch of perks. Um, To
1: be fair, in baseline Dead by Daylight, you have to, like, earn those perks. You have to earn them,
2: level them up, and all that to gain stuff. We just always play, since we're always playing with friends, with all perks
3: turned on. Yeah. In this, you have, like, a graph. So it's like a skill tree, basically. Yeah, that's also Again, Dead by Daylight. Daylight Oh, is it? Yeah. Like,
1: different survivors start with access to, like, their perks. And then you can, like, branch off. Okay, I'm I thought perks were ephemeral though,
3: like you could only use them so many times. No, that's
2: items. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. As I understand
2: it, once you've unlocked a perk, it's yours. But you have to play that survivor enough times to actually unlock all the perks and stuff like that. It's just, as again, we always play with them all turned on, so that's something that we haven't actually interacted with.
3: Gotcha. Now, this is a generic skill tree, and then each survivor has special abilities. My favorite thus far is the magician who just has, like, the afterimage thing from Halo Reach. Is it Reach not ODST? The hologram? Yeah, the holo thing. Which is actually surprisingly useful. Are there any cool killers? The killers are actually all kind of eh. Uh, I haven't played as any of them yet, though, so that might be coloring my impression. I really like all the things they did with the survivors. A lot of them have, like, just huge min-maxing things, which are really fun to play with. One of the characters is literally blind. You can't see around you until you tap your cane and then you echolocate like a bat and reveal everything's position on the map for like five seconds to all survivors, but it has a long cooldown. Easily the most fun character to play. I love it so much. Definitely
2: an interesting idea.
3: Yeah, it's definitely an interesting idea. I really like the weird concept characters. Like you have the lucky guy who just like finds good items in chests. You have the doctor who heals fast. The gardener who can take apart the hook equivalents. The killer can then try to repair them, but it costs him time. Trying to think, what else? The oh, the thief. Eh, whatever. The thief. The magician, fantastic. He has the afterimage. Uh, the mind's eye, as I mentioned. Uh, the mechanic is really, really good at restarting generators or the equivalent thereof. But if anyone is injured, she becomes terrified, and it stacks. So the more is going bad for the survivors, the worse and worse she performs over time. So it really incentivizes trying to get the stuff knocked out quickly. Oh no. They have a lot of really cool trade-offs. Also, it's kind of cartoony. It looks like Coraline, basically. Okay, I do like that art style for a horror game. Yeah. The killers are all really cartoony, but all the uh, survivors are like beat-up ragdolls, which is kind of fun. I don't know, I like the aesthetic of it a lot. Like, weirdly, I think it might actually be a better game than Dead by Daylight. So, good job, random Chinese clone. Also, it's free to play, which is nice. The one downside is you have to play for a while before you unlock anything other than the base characters. Or spend real money, the true horror. That was it. Everyone's just looking at me expectantly. (laughs) Well,
1: maybe a transition. (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) What has been your true horror this week, Jeremy? This week of after Halloween.
1: I finished the Spider-Man.
3: Oh, nice. Congratulations.
1: I hit max level. I was like, eh, I don't really want to do any of this optional stuff. This game is getting kind of boring. I hope it's almost over. Once you enter this door, you will enter the end game and can no longer purchase upgrades. Are you sure you want to enter? I was like, oh, huh.
2: Perfect. Timing. Well, I mean, that's a mark of a particularly good game. It, it ended right when it was starting to wear out its welcome.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to say about it. Having
1: played it, once I got bored with it, it, what I realized is it's basically just swing to place, get in fight,
2: occasionally do a bad stealth bit. That sounds like a Spider-Man game.
3: Yeah, I hope they improve upon it, because everything I heard about it was pretty much exactly what you'd been saying. It's fun to move around in. It looks great. It kind of overstays its welcome a little bit, and I hope they take the good stuff and improve upon the actual campaign setting
1: yeah there's definitely some cool stuff they could do it ends on a weird not cliffhanger exactly but
3: kind of ambiguous
1: no it's not even ambiguous there's like ah venom but i guess they're doing venomous dlc so
3: oh that's weird
1: yes that's choice hmm. <laughs> well
2: that explains where he was
1: he's in a weird spot he was he's hiding not where you expect
2: he was hiding behind that paywall
1: <laughs> no he's in the post credit scene he also kind of shows up huh yeah, he's not where you would expect.
3: I remembered the one thing that I had been playing Oh, okay. that I forgot. So after we were finished recording last week... Oh yeah, I was um, going to bring this up next. Okay, well go for it then. Uh,
1: no, we bought oh. uh, My Hero Academia, One's Justice, and uh. <laughs> played that for an
3: hour? Yeah, about an hour. Not quite as long as I wanted, but I was very tired, so we had to go home.
2: That is coincidentally about as much time as I have spent watching that show now. Two
3: episodes, three episodes,
2: three. that's about three. Three, and I think about approximately 20 minutes, the main character's crying.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, he gets over that eventually. He, he still cries a lot, but it's usually because like, oh man, we work together as a team so well, as opposed to him being like, what, well, All Might, I want to get in your pants. <laughs> he gets over his man crush after a while and starts being awesome. Yeah, we had the traditional villain fight. Obviously, Bakugo's on the villain team. Dude's <laughs> a dick. I started playing through the story mode a little so bit. So
1: did I. I do not really enjoy playing it by myself.
3: No, actually, I played the arcade, and that was fun. Okay. Is this
1: on your Switch?
3: No, uh, we got it on PC. Yeah, I got it on PC. So, um, we
1: pl- although we could have gotten it on Switch and still played each other,
3: yeah, I was gonna say my coworker got it on Switch. I told him I was playing, and he's like, "What? It's not out yet." I'm like, "Well, it's out on Steam. It's actually got a weird lack of production value. Yes, like, that's I what know, Jeremy was telling.
2: That was what Jeremy was telling me on Saturday when we were working together. It had a weird. Low value of production for American
4: audiences.
3: Yeah, like, Japanese-only audio, which, you know, whatever, I'm okay with that. No English subtitles, so I can't tell what they're shouting. I understand, like, every third word, but that's just because I watch too much anime. I don't know, like, the levels feel unfinished, and I'm not sure if that's just because they have that comic book style or not.
1: And the way it goes to the story is very How many playable characters
2: are in this
3: thing? Uh, like 20 or something. More than it's...
1: 20, because I feel like it's all of Class A, except Grape Kid.
3: <laughs> uh, you also don't have Tail Guy, I don't think. Oh, yeah,
1: or Talks to Animals Guy, or Arms Guy, I guess. Or
3: Sugar Rush Guy, I think. I don't know, it's missing a lot of Class 1A. No Class 1B. You got most of the good villains, but no Twice, which is a shame. I'm trying to think anyone else who's missing, like, not not a lot of the teachers. Magician Guy. <laughs> yeah, Magician Guy. I'm not even sure how you would make him a character. And
1: Divers um, DLC for, like, three ninety nine.
3: Yeah, so one thing we did get for buying it early is free, secondary shoot-style Midoriya. Spoilers, he learns how to kick. It's actually a major plot point in My Hero Academia.
2: (laughs) I haven't gotten to the point where he actually does fight anything yet.
3: Oh man, he breaks all of his bones all the time. Um, I actually saw someone theorize that Midoriya's true quirk is crying really good. He once cries so hard it breaks the ground underneath of him.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what Kevin was telling me.
3: I don't know, it's a fun game to. I mean, I think I prefer the Naruto Attack of the Subtitles games better, but. These
2: are not by the same people,
3: though. Oh, they're not. This okay. game is
1: just clearly trying to be that. It's also weird on PC. Some people are having trouble with it, other people are running it on toasters. Huh. But if you play it on, like, the super ultimate computer on the moon, it still takes about 12 years to load a match.
3: Yep. So it's that's a good weird. thing the loading screen is so cute. I kind of wish they rotated through a bunch of different characters for that. That would have been just like one of those nice... Like I said, it lacks a lot of polish. How is, much did this run you anyway? Yeah, I think it was a full price it's game. a full price game, yeah. Full yeah. 60 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. gonna happen. I was gonna say, it was kind of janky, I think, for the full 60 dollars. I'm trying to think of... I've already spent way too much money in the last couple weeks, so... One thing I will say that I like about this over the Naruto Attack of the Subtitles games is that you can work your special moves in a lot easier.
1: Yeah, you can combo them in like a real fighting mm-hmm. game pretty easily.
3: Yeah, like, I've really taken to uh, playing Shadow a lot. He has some really cool things where he can throw in fire waves and just freeze people mid-combo. Although, the end of the arcade mode I was playing was... I can't remember his name. Crazy, neck-scratchy, main villain guy.
1: Yeah, I can't think of his name either.
3: That guy. Mr. Bad Touch. Yeah, Mr. Bad Touch. (laughs) The computer was pulling off some crazy combos that had never even occurred to me, so... That's actually half of how I learned how to play fighting games, is watch the computers pull off combos that hadn't even occurred to me.
1: That's the whole reason I'm playing, like, the single player, is to get that and find out that we were playing on automatic combo mode the entire yep, time Yep, we also which I didn't even know was a thing in that game.
3: Yeah, no, it has, like, combo assist. I wasn't even using combo assist, I was just attacking and throwing in my quirk moves anyway. So, I still think I like Yao Momo the best, because she is so much fun to play. So,
1: I've been reading the manga... Uh, early That first arc, there's a page that's just a map, and when they all get separated, it's like, this is where this guy is. And it's like, this is who this guy is. And it's like, this one's Momo, sexy girl. In <laughs> <And laughs> parenthesis, it also has this amazing panel. After their fight, where they've been like kind of beat up, they're okay, but it's like them together, and her shirt is torn, and her word balloon is the only thing covering it as she <laughs> makes herself a new shirt, which is very good, and I wish the anime could do that, but obviously... They have no word bubbles.
3: I just like, I mean, you remember Invincible. Eve has the ability to basically recreate matter according to I feel like Yao Momo's power is on a similar level of literally she is a god. She just doesn't know how to use her power well.
1: There is an editor's note where he's like, originally I was going to make this one of the pro heroes, and I realized she would be way too powerful, so I made her a noob.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that explains some stuff about that. I mean, I don't think I've met any of these characters that you're talking
3: about yet. Has he gone to school yet?
2: Yeah, he's making... He's going about to start
3: the entrance exam. Okay, has it, he's cleared a beach. He's moved all the washing <laughs> machines into a pile, right? Yes. <laughs> that is literally all he's done. I watched that episode very late at night while mildly drunk, and I may have cried a little bit at his enthusiasm for having cleaned a beach,
2: so... I thought you mentioned that you'd almost cried, or you had cried when uh, All Might told him something.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely cried three to four times over the course of watching this show so
2: does the anime have because i
1: saw it in the manga and i didn't remember from the anime there's just a panel later on that's like beach mysteriously cleaned up now a great spot for dates <laughs>
3: <laughs> they uh it's not that specifically they do do something similar where it's like uh no beach mysteriously cleaned like from place to hang out and play volleyball or something now oh no it's a good show it's an okay game it's definitely a way better in-person game
1: So speaking of okay games, we played Brawl Brothers for the Super NES this week. The sequel to a game I'd never heard of before.
3: It's a sequel? Yes. Unfortunately, it's on the Super Nintendo and they wasted the opportunity to call it Super Brawl Brothers, which would have been a reference to a game that doesn't exist yet at this time. Smash didn't come out for like... Three years. Took me a second to figure out what you were talking about. That's why I didn't quite understand it. Also, none of these people are brothers in any way, shape, or form. None of them even know each so, other.
2: Nah, Ninja Guy and M. And Bison Cosplayer are brothers in spirit. No, they might actually be
3: actual brothers. They'd have to be
2: adopted.
1: It Art? was a sequel to our Rival Turf, which was also oh. on the Super Nintendo.
3: I feel like I've considered calling that occasionally. Yeah, it
1: on the Virtual Console, so.
3: I didn't know this was a sequel, or Neither else I would I. have called
2: the other one first. Neither did I.
1: So you've got a number of characters, including Ninja, American, Black M. Bison, and Girl. And I think there's one other I'm missing. No,
3: he's M. Bison cosplayer. He just really likes Street Fighter.
1: I did play as him and can not confirm you do not have psycho power.
3: So we got... Yeah.
1: Okay, we, I've got the list here. Can giant Wall
3: of Meat. We got generic... He's like Cody from Final Fight. He's just like generic, like, street tough looking guy. Uh, Ninja. Green Ninja. He's, a, he's actually King Duck from <laughs> Kingdom Fighters, or... Was it Duck King? I forget yeah. that guy's name. Girl and, and Bison Cosplayer.
1: So their names are Hack <laughs> slash Rick Norton. <laughs> <a street> brawler, <laughs> slash slash Douglas Build, the police officer. Wait, I'm sorry. more size as well as wear yellow boots.
3: Let's go back a step. Are we sure these guys aren't just serial killers? Those are the characters from the first game who are returning. The new characters
1: are Lord J, the judo master. <laughs> Kazan, the ninja. And Wendy Millen, the professional wrestler.
3: Okay, <laughs> I have so many questions. I cannot
1: answer you. This page is not uh, long enough. Uh, so, great. fun fact,
3: the bosses are those characters, I just realized. Yes. They don't look quite like them when you're fighting them. So, that's interesting. Are they mind-controlled? I'm so confused. I don't know. Maybe What's the plot Ryan, of this game?
2: I don't know. The plot is that you're at a beat them up, and you have to go beat them up. Go right until you can't go right anymore.
1: Beat up anything and everyone that stands in your way. Eventually, you get in the sewer maze, and you just keep trying to go right, but you eventually die from running out of lives.
3: Yeah, it turns out go right is not how you win this brawler. Twist!
1: It is how you win the Japanese version, but they didn't want it to be too easy for Americans who rented it, so they put it in mazes and took out the ability to kick your opponents in the groin.
3: Which is just very, very sad.
2: I mean, that's one of the fastest ways to win a fight,
3: so I can understand why they would take that out.
1: So yeah, you just, you fight dudes. Eventually you fight dudes in
2: mech suits. And dude with shotgun.
1: Yes.
3: I'll give this game one thing. It's definitely got some unique ideas for a brawler as far as I've seen. It starts out Final Fight and then goes like, I don't know, the opening scene of Final Fantasy VI where everyone has Magitek armor.
2: Honestly, it worked a little bit better, at least from a technical standpoint, than the port of uh, Final Fight. Which granted, Final Fight was a port, so maybe that's coloring my perception of it, but it definitely seemed to hold up okay like it's not great don't get me wrong but the combat was functional using like the throws and whatnot were kind of fun but picking up weapons not great but picking up a rock and throwing it at somebody worked really well
1: so yeah let's talk about the basic mechanics you can punch there's only really one attack button there's also yep. a taunt button and i don't know why
2: there's i don't no know what that does of
1: super so it's not like you can
2: In a super meter. There is a super move that you can do, though.
1: Yes, if you hit, attack, and taunt at the same time, you will attack enemies in all directions of you, but it costs you a little bit of your health.
3: Kind of like a funnel fight.
1: Yeah, and each character has a different one. They're a little more cinematic than that, like the ninja splits, he does Kagebushi no Jutsu, and splits into a bunch. That's good, because the main ways enemies can hurt you in this is by ganging up on you and attacking you from other sides. So So like most brawlers. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any reach problems in this, which a lot of times I feel like in bad brawlers you end up with.
2: I had some problems, but that was usually when the guy had a gun or I was trying to use a pipe because it seemed like that should be more useful than it is.
1: Yeah, the weapons in this game, aside from the throwables, are really weak compared to most brawlers.
2: You also have a running
1: attack. A lot of them are slides, so you can avoid projectiles with them. And you can do grabs if you get in close enough.
3: And say there's also food. You can pick up and carry wall chicken.
1: The most unique mechanic I think about this game is the way you respawn when you die because you can move around your thing. And if you're playing one player mode, you pick two characters at the start and you can switch to the other one when you want to spawn in. And you move around to where you want to spawn. The problem with this is the enemies react like you're a character when you're trying to choose where you spawn. Yeah, they they seem
2: to sense where you're going to reincarnate.
1: That's
3: actually because there's like a laser positioning system.
1: And you can't spawn on an enemy, which is kind of frustrating because they'll walk to where you are putting the pointer. And it takes a lot of the tactical like ability from it because they're just going to move after you anyway.
2: It, yeah, it removes that idea of I want to spawn here so I can get a little bit of an advantage because they're just going to move over there before you come in. Like, if they didn't react to it, that would give that a lot more emphasis and give you a lot more depth in how you're going to use it, as well as giving you a little bit more forgiveness as the player, so you're not immediately ganged up
3: on when you hit the ground.
2: I like the idea, I just don't think it was implemented particularly well
3: here. I guess one thing I will also say, having played, I think, three of the characters over the course of this, maybe four, is they all look very different, but somehow all their attack combos feel very much the same, which is a little disappointing.
1: It is a good looking game, I can't take that away from it.
3: Yeah, no. It looks very nice. It's got bright visuals. The music's not bad. It's, it's serviceable,
2: generally functional. Like it's it's not a great game in my opinion. It's because it's a brawler, and they're ca- it, it still feels like
1: it's trying to milk you for quarters in a
2: land it, where you're on a console. It was better than I expected, but then again, I was expecting very little, so that's not saying a whole lot. It sounds like we're doing final thoughts, but let's circle back again because I want to talk about the mazes and
1: what a bad mechanic I think they are especially cuz there's not even like the Super Mario Brothers chimes. I went so long trying to figure out if I was going in circles or not and I could never figure out how to get through and no one, no one made a walkthrough for this game. So it pretty much meant I couldn't get past it. And I think you wanted to talk about the bosses, Tyler.
3: Uh briefly mostly because they're actually very forgettable, although as we we're naming all the characters, I realized that the second boss, at least the one I fought, I kind of wonder if it changes depending on who you're playing is one of the playable characters. I fought Lord Jays, the second boss.
1: Yeah, looking at the characters, they all have a different boss that's one of the characters in the game.
3: So I'm kind of wondering what the plot of this game is. Like, are they mind-controlled or something? The Um,
1: Wikipedia article does not tell me. I don't think, anyway. Let me Differing gang
2: leaders, it's it's a gang turf war type thing. Based on the first game's title.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of as well.
3: Well, so the thing is, when you beat a boss, you go into this cutscene where the text scrolls very slowly and they all say hey thanks you arrived in the nick of time let's go kick some butt and all of them say the same thing like maybe they're an evil doppelganger or something i don't know More of the story though that the bosses are very forgettable mostly they just have a lot more health but otherwise behave kind of exactly the same as any other enemy in this game they move towards you and attack none of them have like cool rushes or like overhead flips or anything and the one thing i will say is that the environments in which you fight them are very visually interesting compared to a lot of the rest of the game which is kind of saying something because the rest of the game looks all right there's just nothing that stands out about them they're just kind of blase they're very forgettable i didn't even realize i was fighting a boss when i got to the first one
2: i might have beaten one of those but i don't remember yeah, running
3: into a boss i just remember a helicopter spending a lot of time shooting at me yeah if you guys got to the helicopter you were actually halfway through the second level so um, there's no I got level past break. the
1: helicopter to like the sewer and the sewer yeah, was I... the first thing that felt like a level break.
2: I got knocked into the sewer was like, this is probably a level break, but man, am I bored.
3: Yeah, that was actually one other thing I was going to say is that the game's not very long, but the levels feel way too long. They're like 10 minutes a piece-ish if you're kind of checking yeah, through a reasonable pace. I didn't pace. realize
2: that I'd hit a level break if that's the case, because man, that, thing was, that level took forever.
3: Compare that to Golden Axe, which I know we rated very low. The levels in that are only like three to five minutes long, and I think that helps break up the monotony a bit better.
1: All right, so anything else we want to say? It's a pretty serviceable brawler, but it doesn't stand out. And like most brawlers, it gets kind of boring. It's certainly not a River City Ransom or anything like that.
3: Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this game. Like, I don't think it's great. I just It was better than I thought it was going to be, being an unheard of brawler.
2: It was not the worst thing I've ever played, but at the same time, I wouldn't go around recommending it to anybody. But that's probably the case with most brawlers for me. I don't care for them too much.
1: So speaking of things Zach doesn't care for, we have a list at our website <laughs> www.lastpodcast.com. He's,
2: he's not wrong. Listing all
1: the games we've played from best to worst. At number one is Chrono Trigger, a game we tricked Zach into caring about. At the bottom is City Connection, a game Zach really does not care for. And dead <laughs> yeah. in the middle is Kirby's Dreamland, a game Zach did not play.
4: Did I not <laughs> play that one? That's the no, original that's the Game Boy one. Black and White one.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. You can't even copy powers. So scrolling down from Kirby, the first brawler I find is Final Fight. I think this is worse than Final Fight.
3: I think the port of Final Fight was a little bit technically challenged, but I think all the concepts in Final Fight work better than this game. The characters feel distinct to play as, even though they're basically the same.
2: Um, I'd agree with cut Ky- with Tyler on that one, because it, it is very much that yeah the, the port doesn't work quite as well as you might like. This one's a little bit more functional than that, but at least in, in Final Fight, the differing characters p- felt different.
1: Okay, so scrolling down, looking for another brawler. Streets of Rage, 201 is the next one we have. And I don't think it's as good as Streets of Rage either, mostly just because of that call-in-the-cop super attack mechanic (laughs) it has, which I think is adding something to the brawler genre that this game isn't really. I do think it belongs pretty close to Streets of Rage, but personally, I don't think it's as good.
3: So I'm a little bit torn on this because I feel like this game looks a lot better than Streets of Rage. That said, if I'm playing a brawler, I mean, to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of the genre. I feel like I just want to zone out and beat some guys to death. Streets of Rage has much better music for that. I'm frankly ambivalent, so I'm going to pass the buck to Zach.
2: I think I agree that Streets of Rage having the call on the cops super move, especially being on a limited timer but able to replenish it if you get lucky enough to find some of it, gives it something that you don't get with just the baseline you know, screen-clearing attack, and I think it had a bit more going for it than this game does.
3: Okay, well, that's good, because I actually wanted to put Brawl Brothers above Streets of Rage, but I didn't want to piss off fanboys, so...
1: <laughs> okay, so the next brawler we have is Splatterhouse, and I think this game is much better than Splatterhouse. Even though I think I would rather play Splatterhouse, because I like its Asphetic,
2: visual aesthetic a lot more. But it's, it's very so clunky,
3: frustratingly difficult. I
2: would agree with, with that. I think it's better than Splatterhouse. So, interestingly, midway between Streets of
1: Rage and Splatterhouse, we have Super Star Wars. Huh. And Super Star Wars is another game I'd rather play, and I think it has a lot of the same upsides as this one does. It's serviceable, the graphics are good, it's got a license it's working with, so that's a little bit of a weird, unfair advantage, but Super Star Wars is definitely the best game in that awful series, and I think I prefer it a little bit.
3: I think I agree, actually. I think the variety of gameplay is enough different. Like, they actually have similar problems, which is it gets too monotonous, but yeah, no, I think I agree with Jeremy. I think I prefer Super Star Wars. Where I at? don't have
2: to make a decision. You
3: guys agree? Well, you, you could give us your opinion though. I did, I, I, I don't really have one. Okay. So here.
1: I lied. I scrolled right past two brawlers on the way to Splatterhouse.
3: <laughs> so the next one
1: down is Comic Zone. Comic Zone uh, definitely stands out to me more, but it has an actively
2: bad mechanic. It, it is a Really nice looking game. I like the aesthetic on Comic Zone, but man, that that health drain on attack, I really hate. I'd have to say that I'd prefer to play Brawl Brothers in Comic Zone. I'm
3: actually kind of torn on this, like as to which um, one I'd rather play. I think Comic Zone is so much more ambitious in its visual style that I'd have to give it to it.
1: So am I, and in my heart, I want to give it to Comic Zone, but I honestly think that Brawl Brothers (laughs) should go above it because it's not actively shooting itself in the foot.
3: Listen to your heart, Jeremy, and also me. Comic Zone.
1: I'm sorry, I hate siding with Zach, but I must. <laughs> so, final question: Is it better or worse than Enduro Racer?
3: I don't even remember. Enduro this Racer game.
1: is the game that ends with the philosophical diatribe about. i what? <laughs> do you not remember the ending of Enduro Racer? Oh, no. it's, it's
4: got
2: this like weird philosophical musings on like life in the world and stuff. What? It's not. It's it's weirdly okay. out of place. Guys, I'm gonna show Tyler the Enduro Racer ending.
1: i do (laughs) love i do love the ending of enduro racer but i also think like i guess they're kind of similar and that's a racing game that's fairly serviceable this is a uh beat up that's fairly serviceable but that kind of racing game has kind of died and been replaced by something better whereas this sort of brawler i guess kind of says as well but not as obviously so i think i would put brawl brothers above tyler's nodding at me so
3: Sorry. Yes, I was agreeing with you. I was also trying to find out what game I was going to call. Didn't we already decide this? We did already decide this. Oh, is
2: Tyler going to throw a curveball? We'll find out soon.
3: I honestly think Enduro Racer
2: was a lot of fun. But I have to say that I think Brawl Brothers probably works a little bit better. So I think I'd probably say that I think Brawl Brothers is probably a bit better than Enduro Racer.
1: All right, then. So Brawl Brothers will go at number 210 above Enduro Racer, but below Super Star Wars.
0: All right, so now that
1: we've uh, gone through that soul-searching journey and Uh... figured out where we're going to put Brawl Brothers, Tyler, what are we going to play next week?
3: So all this talk about Brawlers made me remember this crazy game Square Enix published. I mentioned it on the show a couple times. It's called The Bouncer, where you play as basically Sora from Kingdom Hearts, being employed as a bouncer for some reason because clearly he's intimidating, And you gain new crazy brawler moves through leveling up like an old double dragon. That's not the game we're going to play, though, because it's not available anywhere, which is very sad. Okay, so what (laughs) are we playing? (laughs) Well, very coincidentally, uh, because I feel like we often call fighting games after brawlers, I was like, I should find a fighting game. And we just happened to talk about Soul Calibur Six a bunch today. Uh, It turns out that the original Soul Calibur, although not the original Soul Edge, is available on Xbox Live Arcade. So, we're gonna do that.
2: I don't think I've ever actually played the original Soul Calibur. Neither have I. I did that in arcade once. So, next time on Last
1: Time, Her Blade is the will to survive the arcade.
0: This has been a production of Last Time on Video Games copyright 2018 all games movies and other media mentioned in this podcast are copyright their respective owners if you wish to listen to more episodes visit us at www.lasttimeonvideogames.com where you can see the entire archive if you wish to get in contact with us you can email us at ltovg at this episode is over try listening to another one
3: That's I remember this stuff. <laughs> 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 the results are insignificant. And what really counts is competing and also driving your terrible car. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> important are so the lessons that can be learned certainly one's.